0: So what you got going on tonight? I'm going to the hockey game. Anybody interested? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. But tonight is all about the pucks. I'm not going to lie. I have been preoccupied with the Steelers and to a lesser extent the Pirates as the latter concluded their miserable season and the other guys are just beginning to get interesting with a new quarterback and that's kept me from spending anywhere near the amount of time that I'd prefer to be spending around the pucks but business is business and you got to take care of things in the order in which they happen Penguins versus Sabres is tonight at PPG Paints Arena. Plenty of good seats available. I'll be up in the press box and I will be looking for several things at the same time, most of which probably won't manifest into anything significant, but you gotta start somewhere. And for me, the interest level starts on the back end. I am really, really interested to see. What it is that management sees in Ty Smith for him to make the opening day lineup ahead of Chad Ruweedle, ahead of Mark Friedman, ahead of really a whole bunch of guys. If you consider how many the Penguins are employing on the back end, that's interesting. If it's just about his potential because he can skate, because he can do things in the offensive zone. Yeah, I, I want to see exactly what that is and whether it's worthwhile. For example, when you saw Mike Matheson, it took all of about 1.5 ticks of the clock to understand that this guy could do things on the rink that most other humans can't, meaning when he has the puck. He's got all kinds of God-given skill, the skating, strength, speed, Shot, all that stuff. But he needed to be pieced together or maybe broken first and then put back together by the hard Reardon, aka Humpty Dumpty, to make sure that he could also defend. That took, what, two years? Do you really want to go through a two year thing? To get Smith to that same stage, is it going to take that? Maybe Smith will be more amenable or more flexible because he's younger than Matheson was when he came up from the Panthers. It'll be very interesting to watch. Another thing I want to watch is Ricard Raquel's ability to mesh consistently, not just with Sidney Crosby because we've already seen some of that But also with Jake Gensel, understanding that Sid invariably prefers to have a line in which all three participants are grinding, grinding, grinding and eating up zone time and wearing down the other team's defense. If one of those guys doesn't work with any one of the other two, the whole thing kind of crumbles. So that's my second one. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. I'm going to watch Brian Dumoulin. I'm nervous about Dumoulin. It's been a while since we've seen him skating the way he'd been able to skate in the past, certainly for the two championship teams, of which he was a big part. And his skating in this camp hasn't exactly earned him rave reviews either. I can't begin to picture that this coaching staff and management would be watching Dumoulin not skate well while simultaneously deciding that he's going to be on the top pairing next to Chris Letang, a familiar spot, but not one that was a given, while pretty much openly acknowledging that P.O. Joseph isn't going to make this roster and, in fact, probably won't be a part of this organization within the next week he is being shopped for trades and it's not like one of those let's see what we can get it's let's see if we can move this guy a very different motivation so maybe they see something in Dumoulin or aware of him recovering from a certain injury whether it's related to the one that knocked him out of the playoffs or something else and they're just giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's earned it as a two-time champion. I don't know. I'd love to see him skating a lot better than the last time we saw him. And I'm going to throw in one more. And it's probably one you would have guessed since he's still here and I've talked about him a lot. And that's Sam Poulin. I want to see more than anything else a direction or a purpose or an identity to his game. I want to know Who and what Sam Pullan is when he's at his best. I don't feel like I know that. I feel like I can say that about not everybody else on the team because I've already mentioned Ty Smith, a couple other new guys are on the roster as well. But where Pullan is concerned, you know, ever since he was drafted, there's been kind of this nebulous sense of what it is that he's supposed to be. He doesn't have one trait other than his NHL-ready build and decent speed where you said, oh, okay, that's that's the model. That's what Poulin's going to be. That's what he's going to be based on. He's either got like a big shot or great vision or whatever. He has not shown that to me. In fact, a lot of the time, especially – Oddly enough, in the offensive zone, he's looked like he's waiting for a play to develop as opposed to creating a play, instigating a play. And if you don't know what I mean by that, well, watch him yourself tonight and make up your own mind just on that count. I would love to get feedback on this one specifically. When we come back, J1Q. Crow, who asks, Hey DK, how many goals between three members of the third line do you think they'll need to score to be successful? I, I'm gonna instead take this question, Crow, and slide it all over to the left wing and point to Danton Heinen because he was one of the more productive five on five forwards anywhere in the NHL last season. When it comes to a ratio of even strength to power play goals, he was really good five-on-five. Now, that might have gotten a little bit disguised over the course of a long season because he went through a couple of slumps in which you didn't even really notice him. But when he would put him in, he'd put him in in bunches, and he would do so, again— without the assistance of the man advantage. He will be the guy between Heinen, Jeff Carter and Kasperi Kapanen who will enter the season as the guy who produced the most five on five last season. So while most people I think are going to look at that line as the Carter Kapanen line, it's actually Heinen who's going to be the guy likely to finish most often. Now, he probably shouldn't be. And no, I'm not looking at Carter. I'm looking across at the other wing because Kapanen's got, I mean, all the talent. We could get into the Kapanen thing like on every show, couldn't we? He's got everything. He's got, he, he's, he's a break out of the box model kit of everything you'd want in an NHL forward, up to and including being smart and ambitious and having the genes from his dad, Sammy, and everything. And you'd love the kid. You would. You would love this kid. But he has to put it together. And the only way that he's going to put it together is by skating in a straight line. I know, I should have done this in the opening segment, huh? But it's not interesting to me. Watching Kapanen pirouette inside the blue line is not interesting to me anymore. It stopped being interesting a long time ago. I was interested when he was continuing forward, which he did a lot in the playoff series against New York and really should have had some goals there. But I'm sorry, I'm just not into this third line, I'm not into its potential, I'm not into its ceiling, and I'm not even into its floor, because I'm going to say it one last time, the floor is whatever it is that you're going to get out of Heinen, and that's, man, I like Heinen, okay, and I could live with a third line in which Heinen was one of three equals, but I don't know... Ever shift to shift what I'm going to get from Kapanen, and I can't trust what I'm going to see from Jeff Carter until we make sure that whatever it was that felled him, and I mean off a cliff the last two months of last season, was just an aberration or an injury or something else. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these Monday.